Hello, my lovely brujas, and welcome back to another episode of Cold Brew for the Brujas. As usual, it's your girl Mogi, the Pastel Bruja, aiding you on your spiritual journey. One Pastel post, podcast, YouTube video, however I can get it to you at a time. So welcome back, or welcome if you are new. Most importantly, welcome to day 10 of Podtober. I am so excited tomorrow's my birthday and today i kind of just wanted to do an episode that i'm calling a letter to the 27 year olds and just kind of give my advice considering that this is the last day i'm going to be 27 so grab your tea grab your coffee your iced coffee your hot cocoa your sweet tea your pumpkin spice lattes your apple crisp your chives your matches whatever it is you to be on this morning evening or afternoon i hope it's as delicious as this podcast episode and vice versa and let's jump right into it so, like I said, I wanted to do an episode that was a letter to the 27-year-olds because I feel like everyone talks to you when you're 18, everyone talks to you when you're 21, and then no one really talks to you again when, until you're 30. No one checks in when you're 25, 27, and I just wanted to offer my advice on things that I've learned over the past few years because I feel like when I was 16, 17, 18, I was expecting my life to be kind of figured out and sorted out at 25. And I feel like that was the case for a lot of millennials because it was like, yeah, you go to school, then you go to college, you graduate, you get a job and you succeed. And that's not how it went for a good majority of us. And being someone who is now approaching 28, I am too tomorrow i will be two days away well october 11th depending on when you listen to this podcast i will be two years away from 30 and like i said there's not many like books or things like everyone talks about the quarter life crisis but i feel like this whole period of like 25 to 30 is just so weird and no one really talks about it. So I wanted to share some advice on things that I learned over the past two years, I guess, from 25 to, well, three years from 25 to 28. So first thing is, like the first two are gonna be most important. My first one is, it's okay to do nothing. I feel like, especially millennials, I also notice it with my boyfriend, like, we feel like well, my boyfriend is a millennial also just to say but i feel like we always feel like we have to be doing something we have to be productive even on even on our days off like we have to make the most of the days off we have to do something fun we have to like we don't give ourselves a lot of grace to do nothing and one thing that i've noticed over the past i'm really going to say year because this is the first time in a while that I've had the space to do nothing. Life has been so hectic and complicated and filled with so much over the last seven years of my life that this year is the first time I've actually made it a priority to be okay with doing nothing. Like there's days where I just am like, I'm just going to lay in bed and watch movies. Like on the weekends, I'm just giving myself a lot more space. This is not saying to be lazy and say, fuck your responsibilities and do what you want to do. But this is saying that 
as much as important as it is to make space to do the things and put in the work and build yourself it's just as important to have days to relax decompress deconstruct yourself and just kind of not have to have so much on your plate like i'm making a priority to make my weekends for me and i know that that's not something that everybody has the space to do but even if it's just 30 minutes an hour five minutes 10 minutes like starting by taking some time to do free like this is specifically for me and even if you're like a wife a mother a husband a, f a father whatever it is and you have these external responsibilities even on the weekends make time for that too right because a lot of times especially in this day and age with millennials and everyone under we feel the need to hustle we're working on during the week we're still doing work on the weekend we're creating content we're editing it we're doing this we're fixing this for work we're doing this we're doing that we're running errands we're doing laundry we're doing grocery shopping it's important to one take time for yourself and take time for those immediately around you your immediate support system so for me i make it a priority to like i said take time for me on the weekend but also spend time with my boyfriend and call my family and check in with everyone who is beneficial for you right like just check in with that circle and just tap in now this isn't the one the next one that's going to be most important but it kind of correlates with that is two things don't be afraid to shorten your friend list to make your circle smaller but also don't be afraid to reach out and rekindle old friendships that were once positive for you i feel like a lot of times friendships don't necessarily always have a breakup or a huge falling out it's just people grow life changes people move and we can't hang out with each other as much and a lot of people including myself struggle with object permanence where if something or someone is not directly in their space all the time it doesn't occur to them to keep in contact with them but and then after so much time passes it feels like well should i even be reaching out to them all this so recently this year i've reached out to one of my old friends and we've like like i said it wasn't a falling out we just both moved i moved to north carolina she moved to a different state and we just couldn't hang out as much and now we talk all the time we're texting all the time i'm actually in the process of teaching her how to be a social media manager and do content creation ugc all of that stuff so that she can make some more money and spend some more time with her beautiful kids so i'm just very and that's why i say like sometimes Obviously, there's toxic friendships. There's friendships that are in my past that I don't want to rekindle, and that's perfectly fine. And that's why I say it's perfectly fine to shorten your friend list or rekindle some friends, but also don't be afraid to go out and make friends. I feel like a lot of times after that college stage, that college age, we stop making friends. We stop going places to make friends and just try to make friends i recommend like you know if you're in a workplace that's cool make friends like when i was working at pressed i still consider everyone i worked with as at pressed a friend that is angela jenna ashley john everyone that i talk to especially the my girls like we talk all the time and especially when you're working in a small business where it's just a few people that work there you're spilling the beans, you're sharing your business, and you're getting closer. So that's a great way to make friendships. And one thing I wish I did um, is try to kindle those friendships more outside of work. Um, now that I work from home and I don't have any work friendships, I've been making it a point to find friends here in Buffalo since 
this is a new place and uh one place that's really worked for me is bumble for friends which is such a nice environment it's not weird and creepy like some of the other ones i'm just like are y'all sure this is for friendships bumble for friends is specifically for friends it like connects you based on things like if you both like tea and you both like anime or you both like spirituality things and i've made a couple friends through that and then you can also do things there's another one that I, I forgot it's basically like where three people join a group so it's not just like you and one other person and it's not awkward but it just helps make friends and also just like wherever the energy feels positive in your day-to-day -day life don't like don't hesitate to reach out and kindle that and make it into a friendship because i feel like there's a lot of people that I've come across in my life and I just felt like, oh, I don't know if this is weird or not, but it potentially missed out on a really great friend. So that's something that I'm trying to do now, especially being in a new place where I don't know anybody is just try to make some more friends. So that was the next segue. So the next one I want to talk about is probably most important. And it's one that I've had to deal with over the past like two years is just because someone says no one will ever love you like I do. A lot of times people say that and it triggers us, it traps us in a state of being like, oh my gosh, well, obviously I want this, right? This is what I know, this is comfortable, or I am genuinely in love with this person. Um, but sometimes that's a good thing. And that's something that I've had to uh, think about over the past two, three years is just like, I dealt with someone that would constantly say that to me all the time and it put me in a panic because I was like, I don't know what else is out there. I don't know how anything else would treat me. You know what? I, anyone else would treat me or anything like that. But once you break that stigma, now two, three years healing, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of the fucking point. Well, at least in my situation, right? Like, no one will love you like me because... I mean, like, no one will love me like you because I don't fucking want that. I want more. I want greater. I want better. And that was kind of the problem. So if you were dealing with that type of toxic situation, it's okay to fucking walk away. And I feel like that's such an important thing. And that's not just romantic relationships. That's friendships. That's family members. Like, people who constantly try to sit there and trap you in the relationship with the fear of the unknown. Oh, you don't know what that friend is going to be like you don't know what that person is going to be like and that could be your family member saying that that could be your friend saying that that could be your significant other your partner saying that either way to me it's such a toxic thing because it does nothing it doesn't show that person how much you love them like it's not like that person is like look at this that I do for you every day. Like, it's different in context, right? Like, my, I'm trying to think, my boyfriend never says that, but he always says, I love you the most in the world. And who loves you the most in the world? And it's just constantly reminding me that he loves me, as opposed to someone who's constantly like, you better accept this amount of love and the love that I'm giving you because it is what it is. And I don't know, I just feel like it's such a toxic thing and it drains so much of your energy when you constantly have to just accept someone's bullshit and i feel like that's something that is another segue here is just don't accept people's bullshit just because you're comfortable with it i feel like certain especially millennials we were brought up to like 
just deal with a lot of things and not really address things. We grew up in a time where frenemies were kind of the norm and toxic friendships were just the regular. And I am 100% an advocate for cutting out anyone, anything, any space that is not benefiting you. And I feel like as you get older and as you grow, you know exactly what is benefiting you and what is not. I feel like you're also a lot more aware of your problems, which is why it's easier to do what I said and reach out to old friends and rekindle healthy friendships from your past because you know what part you've played in it. You know what part may have hurt you. You know what part needs to be healed. And that's really what makes this part of life a lot more a lot easier so while it is complicated because we're dealing with external factors as i call them of like pressures of society of feeling like life should be together and not really being on track know that every person between 25 and 27 i don't want to say every person but majority of people are feeling the exact same way that you're feeling that that feeling of being lost that feeling of being unsure is okay go with the flow try things out like we basically have all of our 20s to try things out and figure shit out and then 30 is when we get serious okay so i'm not saying that you shouldn't be taking your life seriously now but now's the time to test things out try things out be ambitious be risky take risks and do things that you normally wouldn't do that's something that i'm going to be trying to embodying be be embodying trying to embody these last two years of my 20s because I want to just do all the things and I feel like we should all take time to do all the things and just also pat yourself on the back for how far you come even if you're not in that age range if you're younger if you're older I feel like it's always important to celebrate where you are how far you've grown where you were this time last year where you were this time two years ago that's something that constantly boosts me like i'll be like yo this time last year i could barely afford to do shit and now i'm doing all of these things or this time last year i was not taking care of myself and now i'm taking better care of myself and those are things that i've genuinely put more time and energy into like i've started my skincare journey this year and just started taking better care of my skin and i noticed the difference because i was noticing i'm like oh no i am my face is breaking out i'm getting scars because of the breakout so i put time and effort into that and just put time into effort into growing myself and that's the this is the last thing i'm going to share with y'all is just you can make the time even if it's a little time each day put a little time for something that you want to do and do it when you can because a lot of us feel like when we hear online be consistent show up every day do that in whatever way mean that means for you whatever you can sustain whatever is easy for you to do and to keep up forever (laughs) do it and that's why i had to readjust my morning routine so many times because it was just unrealistic the first couple times no i'm not getting up at five in the morning so just be realistic with yourself give yourself grace and make time for you each day and that's taking care of to take care of yourself to grow yourself to enhance yourself just do things. One of the new things I picked up in the past couple of months is Duolingo. I'm trying to teach myself new languages and just expand. Just that's what I want to share with y'all. That's my energy for the 20 my 28th year is just expand, explore, and be open. And that is my letter to all of the 25 to 27 year olds that are lost and confused and don't know what the fuck is going on. And for anyone else that's feeling that way, that for that matter. Try everything, test everything out, 
and trust yourself. Trust your intuition and give it your all. Because if you just try things and don't back it up with anything, of course, nothing's going to work out. But figure out what it is you really want to do, what it is you really want to go for and put in the work and let's make it happen. I love y'all so much. Thank y'all for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope y'all are just ready to grow. I'm so excited. Tomorrow on my actual birthday, we're going to do a random reading just for the energy because I want to do a reading for my birthday, but I wanted to share that with y'all as well. So we'll be doing that. And thank y'all for listening. I will be back here for the next day of Podtober tomorrow. But most importantly, as usual, stay beautiful, keep shining, and I will see y'all next time. Well, I will see y'all tomorrow. Bye.